Start your engine. You're listening to the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show on BMRNAPA.com. Featuring appearances by Bill McAnally Racing Drivers, Todd Gilliland, Riley Herbst, Julia Landauer, and 2015 NASCAR K&N Pro Series West Champion, Chris Eggleston. Now here's your host, Anthony Alejandres. Todd Gilliland leads wire to wire for a third consecutive win, and BMR picks up a dominant 1-2-3 finish at Evergreen Speedway. I'm Anthony Alejandrez, and you're listening to the Douglas County Speedway Preview Edition of the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show. Great show lined up for you today. We'll be giving you a full race recap of BMR's great day at Evergreen Speedway, and we'll be getting you ready for the NASCAR k Pro Series West big return to the Douglas County Speedway. We'll be joined by several great guests on today's show to help preview this weekend's Toyota Napa Auto Parts 150. After our recap of last weekend's Evergreen Speedway race, we'll be joined by team owner Bill McAnally. We'll have a lot of great things to talk about when he joins the show from the team's 1-2-3 finish to the series return to Roseburg this weekend. Additionally, we'll be joined by a great lineup of Bill McAnally racing drivers and former winners of Douglas County Speedway on the show. Winner of the first two Roseburg races and former driver of the number 16 Napa Auto Parts car, Austin Cameron, will join us on the show. And for the first time on BMR Access, we'll be joined by 2006 Roseburg winner and former West Series Rookie of the Year, Peyton Sellers. And to add even more to this already action-packed lineup for BMR Access today, we'll be joined by three-time Series Champion and three-time Roseburg winner, Eric Holmes. A lot of great guests on the show today, so stay tuned for that. Until then, we'll get you up to speed on last weekend's NASCAR k Pro Series West Race from Washington. Saturday, August 13th, marked the running of the Toyota Napa Auto Parts 150 at Evergreen Speedway, race number 9 of the NASCAR k Pro Series West season. In the practice sessions, BMR drivers quickly found their way to the top of the boards. Todd Gilliland and Chris Eggleston posted the top two lap times respectively, with Riley Herbst in 6th, Cole Moore in 8th, and Julia Landauer in 14th. In practice number two of the day, Chris Eggleston would be the highest-running BMR car with a second-best lap, and Todd Gilliland slotted in the third position. Julia Landauer would make a big climb in the second practice, posting a fifth-best practice lap. Riley Herbst would run in the eighth spot, and Cole Moore would round out the BMR team with a ninth-place lap in the second practice. On to qualifying in the number 16 Nap Auto Parts Toyota of Todd Gilliland would take his fifth pole of the year in West Series competition. Chris Eggleston would make it an all-Napa front row, qualifying in the second spot. Up next for BMR would be the number 19 NOS Energy Drink Toyota of Riley Herbst, posting a 7th best qualifying lap. Rounding out the top 10 was the number 54 Curb Records Toyota Camry of Julia Landauer, looking for a strong rebound from a tough race out at Iowa Speedway. And rounding out the starting field for BMR would be part-time driver Cole Moore making his third start of the year in the number 20 JM Environmental YP Toyota. Cole would qualify his car in the 12th spot for this race. When all pre-race preparations were complete, it was time to go racing in Monroe, Washington. 150 laps at Evergreen Speedway, halfway break, and lap 75 on this 5 eighths of a mile oval. When the race went green, Todd Gilliland would get the jump and pull into the race lead with Chris Eggleston in second. After two early cautions, Todd Gilliland would again jump out in front on a restart and hold the race lead. By lap 22, Chris Eggleston would fall back one spot into third, with Riley Herbst in fifth moving his way up toward the race leaders. Lap 42, Todd Gilliland was still leading this one. Riley Herbst moved all the way up to the second spot with Chris Eggleston in third. Julia Landauer and Cole Moore were in ninth and tenth place, putting all five BMR cars inside the top ten. Within the last 15 laps of the first half of the race, Chris Eggleston would make moves inside the top five, moving from fourth to second by the halfway break. 
and at that halfway break, Todd Gilliland was the leader of all 75 laps, with Chris Eggleston now back in the second spot and Riley Herbst completing the BMR 1-2-3 at the end of that first half in the third spot. Julia Landauer continued her strong top 10 run, running in the eighth spot at the halfway break. And rounding out the BMR lineup at halfway was Cole Moore, just outside the top 10 in the 11th spot. Again on the restart, Todd Gilliland would jump out to the lead with his BMR teammates close by. A few laps into the second half of the race and Riley Herbst would get around Chris Eggleston for the second spot. By lap 100, Chris Eggleston would begin to make up ground on teammate Riley Herbst for second, passing him for the spot by lap 106. On a lap 122 restart, the BMR trio of Gilliland, Eggleston, and Herbst would jump into the top three spots, this time with Gilliland and Eggleston pulling away from the rest of the field. For the final 30 laps, Chris Eggleston would work toward catching teammate Todd Gilliland for the race lead. Many times he would close the gaps and several times would make it to Gilliland's bumper, but Gilliland would have enough in the closing laps to keep a hold of the top spot and take his third win in a row in the NASCAR k and Pro Series West competition. Chris Eggleston would cross the line in the second spot, and Riley Herbst would bring home the third spot, giving Bill McAnally Racing an outstanding 1-2-3 finish at Evergreen Speedway, a huge accomplishment for this race team. Julia Landauer would finish the race in the 8th spot and pick up her 8th top 10 finish in 9 races this season. Rounding out the field for BMR was Cole Moore in the number 20 car. Cole would finish the race in the 10th spot. So not only did they finish 1-2-3 in this race, but additionally BMR would finish with all 5 cars in the top 10 at Evergreen Speedway. Looking at the NASCAR k and Pro Series West Championship standings after race number 9 of the season, winner of the last 3 races, Todd Gilliland has extended his championship lead to 12 points. He's won an astounding five out of nine races this season. A big part of why he's your championship leader at this point in the season. Chris Eggleston has a big rebound performance from his tough race at Iowa Speedway a couple weeks back. His second place finish would move him back into third in the championship points. The driver on the charge of the moment has to be Riley Herbst, though. He had a great point stay at Iowa Speedway and followed that up with another great point stay at Evergreen. He currently sits six in the standings, only eight points out of the top five, and just 11 out of the fourth spot. Up next is Julia Landauer. I mentioned her impressive eight top tens in nine races. Well, she also has three top fives, and that puts her eighth in the championship points, currently tied for that seventh spot. This race recap is brought to you by BMR Napa Auto Care Centers. If you need to get your car repaired, then bring it to the place with the best reputation in the community. Everything from general automotive repair to brake service, oil changes, tune-ups, computer diagnostics, transmission service, alignments, and so much more. BMR Napa Auto Care is dedicated to getting your car running like it should be, and they are committed to delivering best-in-class service. Their ASE certified mechanics will provide your vehicles with quality service, and they will assist you in taking preventative steps that will save you time and money. Schedule an appointment over the phone at 916-676-0010. They have two convenient locations, Roseville and Antelope, California, both of which will give you that same great BMR service. That's BMR Napa Auto Care Centers, championship service from a championship team. Very excited about our next guest on the show. He's the owner of BMR, the man whose name is on the show. He's coming off a 1-2-3 finish out at Evergreen Speedway. Team owner Bill McAnally will join us on the show next. That's after the break on BMR Access. Hey gang, this is Brendan Gaughan, driver number 62 South Point Chevrolet in the NASCAR Smoothie Series, and you're listening to the Bill McAnally All Access Show. got a great race coming up this weekend out of Douglas County Speedway. A little bit of a hiatus. 2010 when Eric Holmes won there was the last time the series has raced there and now we're coming back this year. 
the man who's putting that race on, Bill McAnally, is here joining us on the show today. How are you doing today, Bill? Doing good, Anthony. And uh, first off, I mean, uh, we talked about Douglas County Speedway, but also I feel like we got to talk about Evergreen a little bit because a big accomplishment for you and your team out at Evergreen Speedway last week, one, two, three finish, huge accomplishment for a race team. What was that like for you as a team owner to watch your cars all run so well? Well, it, it was very rewarding. I'll tell you what, all these guys have been just working super hard, putting in a ton of effort, and uh, it was just really rewarding to see them all run up front like that. Uh, Riley Herbst just continues to gain ground and learn more each week, and he's turning into a true competitor. And uh, they're, they're all digging this week, trying to do the same thing at Douglas County. And Todd Gilliland coming off three wins in a row. You know, he's been winning for you since he joined your team. What can you say about him as he puts together one of the best single-season performances by a rookie we've ever seen? Yeah, Todd is a, a special talent. Uh, his father, David, you know, nine years in the Cup Series and worked his way up from grassroots racing on the dirt tracks. He he understands it. He gets it. And he's able to share that with Todd. And Todd listens and uh, has been a great mentor uh, to help him uh, develop and uh, just a, a great kid, um, the whole package. I mean, he's marketable. He's really good with the sponsors, with the media. He communicates to the team well. He builds a morale within the team that the team will work hard for him and give him all they got. Just a, a very special individual, and uh, he's got a bright future ahead of him, that's for sure. Chris Eggleston finished second in that race for you, and, I mean, Chris has had a good year as well, third in points, two wins. And, I mean, can you talk about what he's done on your team, just the great job he's done from the get-go? I mean, just like Todd, you know, he won his first race with your team and really turned a uh, small a small window of opportunity into a, a championship and so much more. Yeah, we're blessed with, with the, our whole driver lineup this year, but Chris – is our senior driver. He's our returning champion. He brought us the 2015 NASCAR K&N Championship. And just a, a great young man. Uh, pleasure. It, it happened on a one-race deal up in Denver. He wanted to race the K&N race at his home track. We put a deal together in 2014 to run one race. And just great great young man to work with. Uh, he He's another one of them drivers that just has the whole package he communicates with the team the team wants to work hard for him he's great with the sponsors i mean all the napa filters they just love him to death uh, matter of fact caps was just up in denver racing nhra they napa denver invited chris out and they did some go-kart racing and uh him and caps got to beat and bang on each other some of the go-karts and chris wound up on top of that so it was good but chris is uh he's just a great senior driver to have for these rookies to learn from. I mean, not only in the race car, but how to act out of the race car with the sponsors, with the fans, with the media. And uh, he's just a a great senior driver to have these rookies learn from. Great to see the team running as well as they are right now. And I mean, it is truly impressive. The mark that they've set this year, seven out of nine wins in the West races this year and an additional win out East as a team owner, do you ever remember a year quite like this in terms of all-around team success? No, this is this has been a special season. We've had a lot of great seasons, but this one's been uh, very special. You know, the, the driver lineup, the crews that we have, the team managers, the crew chiefs, 
all the team members, uh, just a great group of people that are, are definitely passionate about what they're doing. They work hard at what they're doing, and they're, they're, they've got their mindset. They want to be the best, and they're putting in the effort to be the best, and it's showing in the results. So I couldn't be more proud for this group and uh, just looking forward to the next race, as we all are. We're very excited about seeing what we can accomplish at the next venue. Yeah, we're going from one big weekend to another for your team this weekend. Uh, Douglas County Speedway returning to the schedule. Got to be huge for you. you uh, you've been putting this race on for a long time, going back to the 2002 season. So to be returning there, it's got to be uh, got to be counting down the days to be heading back to the racetrack, uh, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it uh, it's a great little racetrack there in Oregon. We used to have Portland Speedway in Oregon way back in 2001. They closed it down, so it left Napa, Portland with a big void. They always uh, rallied around our races and embraced them for years. Then all of a sudden, we had no track to race on in the state of Oregon, and we stumbled across in 2002 this Douglas County Speedway. It's a county-owned facility. They couldn't take the risk of putting on a NASCAR K&N race, but they rented me the facility very reasonable. I worked with Napa Portland and most lately with Toyota and Napa to bring the NASCAR K&N race to Oregon. Took a five-year break. I'll tell you what, the community couldn't be more excited. We've already sold 3,200 tickets as of this morning. So just they're really embracing this race and look forward to get up there in Oregon. It's uh, Oregon's only NASCAR race of any kind in 2016. So we're looking forward to it. Oregon's looking forward to it our friends at Napa, Portland, and then we've got Clint Newell Toyota that's really utilizing it. So it's going to be a great event. Yeah, BMR events always go above and beyond uh, just, you know, just the race weekends. There's always a lot of fun to go around at the racetrack for all the fans that come out. The fans that go to All-American Speedway and Irwindale Speedway know that, and I'm sure the fans that have been out to Roseburg in the past have seen it. Uh, That being said, what can the fans this weekend expect uh, out of the racetrack? You know, what kind of stuff do you guys have going on there? Well, there's going to be a a great NASCAR k and championship race. We've got 18 drivers pre-entered. I uh, got a call today. I think there'll be a 19th driver. But we also have a huge modified open comp show. Modifieds coming from, from all over uh, Oregon, Northern California. Great group of modifieds. It's one of the biggest races they've had there in the last five years. So we've tied it into the NASCAR k and race. So big modified open show. And then they're running their their local Hornets to their entry-level class. So there's going to be a lot of racing going on. We're going to have a midway full of vendors. Um, the Nap Auto Parts tool trailer will be out there. But uh, we've got over 500 people in VIP hospitality. It's going to be a great time, and it's always a, a beautiful place to go. The, the river runs right there next to the racetrack. It's just a beautiful scenery, great place to be, and we're really looking forward to getting back to Douglas County Speedway. Your team has done quite well at Douglas County Speedway. It's actually quite remarkable that throughout the years, all the different drivers that have been a part of BMR have all run very well at Douglas County Speedway, and you guys have won seven out of nine races there with four different drivers. How impressive is that to you as a team owner, just seeing the changes that your team can go through you know, from a year-to-year basis and to still be very strong like that? Well, it's big, and it's always been a Napa. Napa's always been heavily involved with that Douglas County Speedway race, and our team, uh, they work really hard when it's a Napa Auto Parts race. 
because they don't want to let them down. Um, they, they work hard to bring us to these events, so our whole team works hard to bring them a good run, a victory if they can, and we've been real successful there at Douglas County Speedway. And look forward to continuing that this weekend. Well, Bill, thank you for joining us today on the show, and good luck to you guys out at Douglas County Speedway. should be a great race. Thanks a lot, Anthony. Thanks for the job you do with this show. We appreciate it. I appreciate all the past drivers that have got on here and talked. It's uh, pretty neat to to listen to this show you're putting together. You do a great job with it. So thank you for all your effort. This is Eric Holmes, and you're listening to the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show. Big thanks to team owner Bill McAnally for joining us on the show. A lot of fun talking with him and a lot of good stuff going on right now for Bill and the race team. One of those good things happening for BMR is happening this weekend when the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West will return to Douglas County Speedway for this weekend's Toyota Napa Auto Parts 150. BMR has put on the Douglas County Speedway race several times and this will be the first time back to the track since the 2010 race season. Douglas County Speedway was a part of the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West schedule from 1968 through 1971, but following that 1971 race, the track was not part of the schedule again for 31 years. In the 2002 season, Douglas County Speedway returned to the schedule thanks to Bill McAnally. A 200-lap race, the penultimate round of the 2002 West Series season, and in very fitting fashion, Bill McAnally racing driver Austin Cameron would take the lead late in the race and drive the number 16 Napa Auto Parts car to victory lane holding off his challengers in a late green-white checkered finish. Eric Holmes, not yet a full-time BMR driver at this point, made his sixth series start in that race and drove to a third-place finish. At the time, that was the best finish in the West Series for him, before, of course, going on to win 17 West races and three championships. In 2003, the Napa 200 out of Douglas County Speedway took place in late September just as it did in 2002. Austin Cameron was in his fourth race back after a courageous battle with cancer, and since he had been back behind the wheel of the 16 car, he had already picked up a win at Stockton and one more top 10. At Douglas County Speedway, he would go out and win the pole for this race, and he would continue his impressive comeback with a second victory of the season and second at Douglas County Speedway. Austin Cameron is one of the true great inspirational stories in racing, and we got to talk to him about that time in his life early in the season when we previewed the Irwindale race. Austin will be joining us on the show again in a moment, and we'll talk about those great Douglas County Speedway performances he had and more when we return on BMR Access. My name is Riley Herbst, driver under 19, North Energy Drink, Toyota Camry, and you're listening to the Bill McAnally Access Show. Nice enough to join us today on the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show. Former driver of the number 16 Napa Auto Parts car, winner of the very first two races BMR put on out of Douglas County Speedway, Austin Cameron joins us on the program today. Thanks for joining us, Austin. Oh, thank you very much, Anthony. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. Yeah, and first off, I mean, that first win at Douglas County Speedway, that was back in 2002. That was your first full season with BMR. That was a very special race, being that it was BMR's first race that they promoted out in Oregon. Very special that you were able to come away with a win. Can you tell us what you remember about that race? Well, I, I, I remember, you know, this is, you know, one of Bill's first ventures into the promoting world, you know, and bill is such an awesome force and you know in, in terms of garnering sponsorships and and putting deals together and i remember him just working from dust till dawn every single day and just working like a slave 
trying to make this thing happen, you know, and he, he really did, you know, it, what, what a great turnout. We're, we're visiting that, you know, Douglas County Speedway every year since then. And they have a really great crowd there. It's a beautiful place and a really cool track in, uh, in an old fairgrounds. So, uh, I, you know, I, I remember everything about it because it was so important to Bill that, you know, it was his race. And it was, you know, sponsored by Napa, and it was pretty important that the Napa car win. So, um, you know, we were all pretty excited. Being part of that first BMR promoted race, and then now looking at everything that's become of it since, as far as promoting races goes, Bill's got Irwindale now, All-American Speedway, and Roseburg returning to the schedule, and now, you know, a big four-car program. How remarkable is that to look back on what it was when it first began in Oregon when you guys had that race, and then see everything that Bill and the team are doing now? Oh, it's it's amazing to see you know the leaps and bounds that, that Bill has made and gained over the years. He's a he's a, he's a very professional man, and uh, he's worked for every penny he's got. And I tell you what, it's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears he puts into it. He gets exactly out of it what he puts in it. In 2003, you were out of the car for a little while, unfortunately due to a battle with cancer. But you were very courageous, and you only missed part of the season before getting back in the race car. And you came back very strong. You won two out of your first four races returning, and you even won the Toyota All-Star Showdown to wrap up the season. Tell me about that time getting back in the race car and what it felt like to go back to victory lane so quickly and get back to doing what you loved. It did just that. It was, uh, you know, me proving to everybody else that I could get back and do exactly what I was doing and pick up where I left off. And um, that was the goal, to, to do that and to, to prove everybody wrong. And, um, you know, that's the way it turned out. That was a pretty special year. And then also, I mean, you uh, you ran for BMR full-time from 2002 to 2004. Within that time, you know, you ran three races out at Douglas. You won two of them. But uh, the, the races there continued for several years, and uh, you were able to meet up with BMR again in 2008. And at that point, you know, BMR had won again two more races there over the course of, at the time, the six years that they've run. How remarkable was that to you coming back to the team and then, you know, the team is still still running that race, they're still winning it, and then you get to be a part of it again. You qualified on the front row. Uh, you didn't win that day, but BMR picked up yet another win at that racetrack. Yeah, I, uh, it's it's a, it's awe-inspiring to see, you know, where the, the West Series is, you know, where it came from and where it is now and, um, you know, the professionalism and, and just the, 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 the amazing – you know, people that put these things together, you know, Roseburg, it's a, it's a special place. Um, I remember going up there, you know, before we were in the first race and, you know, we, Bill was scouring the town. He was in every store and every market and every, you know, uh, place of business in that place, trying to, you know, hand out flyers and, and uh, garner interest in the race. And, um, you know, and he had the whole team help out that, you know, help out doing that. And I remember, I think I went up there with Kerry Earnhardt at, at one point. Um, he was involved in some of the pre-race festivities and marketing and stuff like that. So, uh, uh, like I said, amazing. Bill's achievements and what he's done are, are just remarkable. Looking more recently, you were out at the season opener this year at Irwindale. We had you on the show just before the race. And, uh, I mean, that's a place that you were also incredibly successful at. And uh, had to be a special experience. You got to spend race day with uh, Bill McAnally, Brendan Gone, and the whole BMR crew. How cool was it to be back at the track, a track that you've done so well at, and for you uh, and Brendan to see that number 16 Napa car win at Irwindale again, just like it went to victory lane so many times when you were both behind the wheel? 
it was amazing. I mean, like that was a that was a really it was a great deal because I hadn't gotten in a car for several several years, and Bill called me and asked me to come up there and and be part of the pre race festivities because of uh, I was a previous Irwindale winner, and um, you know it was great to see everybody kind of go back in time a little bit and um you know uh, the racing was amazing and uh, uh oh and man he, he impressed the heck out of me that was a uh, what an amazing race he drove it's smart calm cool collected and uh he did an amazing job so it was it was neat seeing everybody and kind of you know taking back the thoughts well, Austin, really thankful to have you on the show today. Really glad we got to talk to you about uh, your success at both Douglas County Speedway and at Irwindale. Thanks for joining us on the program. Yeah, thank you very much, Anthony. I appreciate it. This is Todd Gilliland, and you're listening to the Bill McNally Racing Access Show. Thanks again to Austin Cameron for joining us on the program. Really great to have him on the show again. Austin was one of the most dominant drivers to ever race in this series. From 2002 through 2004, Austin won 12 points races with BMR, and he picked up the inaugural win in the most prestigious race this series has run, the NASCAR Toyota All-Star Showdown out at Irwindale Speedway. So we've heard from the man who's won the first two races BMR put on at Roseburg, Oregon, and it's a very significant part of the history for this race. And fortunately, this racetrack saw the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West for several years consecutively and delivered a lot of great racing. 2004 and 2005 marked the only two years of this race that a BMR driver did not go to victory lane. Instead, we saw series champions Scott Lynch and Mike Duncan win those two races. But 2006 would mark the fifth year of this race, and it would be moved up to the 4th of July weekend. This particular season, Bill McAnally would introduce two rookie drivers to the NASCAR West Series. Short track champion Peyton Sellers would be the new driver of the number 16 Napa Auto Parts car, an off-road racer turned stock car driver Brian Eichler would drive the number 20 Napa Filters car. Sellers and Eichler both had strong rookie campaigns. Brian Eichler had a second-place finish at Sonoma Raceway, and Peyton Sellers already had three top-five finishes in his first five races leading into Roseburg. Both drivers looked to be on the verge of their first series wins following second- and third-place finishes the week before out in Sonoma, and with BMR's success out at the Oregon short track, it looked very likely that one could pick up their first victory there. Peyton Sellers would qualify his number 16 Napa Auto Parts car on the pole for the race, with Brian Eichler qualifying inside the top 10 in the ninth spot. Peyton would go on to have the best performance he'd have behind the wheel of a BMR car, leading 125 of 150 laps en route to his first career series win. A big night for Peyton, who would use that race to propel him to winning the 2006 Rookie of the Year award in the NASCAR West Series. As for Brian Eichler, he had a tough night at the track, but his opportunity was just around the corner he would become the driver of the number 16 Napa Auto Parts car, and the team would endure a tough start to the 2007 season. But they showed great speed throughout the season, and race number 8 of the season at Douglas County Speedway is where it all would come together. Brian would qualify 4th and would do battle with the likes of Mike David, Justin Lofton, and Johnny Borneman III to lead the race's final 15 laps and win his first ever race in the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West. So following Austin Cameron's two wins at the track, Hayden Sellers would be the next BMR driver to get a win in Oregon when he won the 2006 race. He'll join us on the show next. This is Cameron Haley, and you're listening to the Bill McNally Racing Access Show. We're back on BMR Access, and we're happy to be joined by our next guest on the show, 
2006 Rookie of the Year of the NASCAR West Series, former driver of the number 16 Napa Auto Parts car. He is Peyton Sellers. Thanks for joining us today, Peyton. Hey, I really appreciate it. Thanks for giving me a call. Peyton, take us back to 2006. This had to be a whirlwind time in your life. You just won the NASCAR Dodge Weekly Series National Championship. You sign on to be a development driver at RCR. And then next thing you know, you're in the West Coast. You're driving for Bill McAnally Racing. You're running an all-new track that you've never been to before. What was this all like? It was a great opportunity for me being 21 years old at the time to win a national championship in the NASCAR ranks and then get the opportunity to drive for Childress and be paired with Bill. Bill has been uh, he come come to me with open arms uh, toward the fall of the year after I'd clinched the national championship. He lined up an apartment for me, and I moved to Sacramento on January the 1st, 2006. It was a good opportunity for me. We, we hit the ground running and uh, ran well the whole year, and Douglas County is where we were able to put it all together to get our first win together. Like you said, you guys were able to have a really solid year. I think one of the things that's very interesting about these series where you guys go, like the Canon Pro Series West, you guys have a lot of learning to do in that time, and it kind of seems like, you know, because the seasons are so short, you've got to learn real quickly or else your championship opportunities kind of go away pretty quickly. And I feel like you guys did a good job of still staying in contention throughout most of the season, but how tough was that for you being that the season was so short to get everything accomplished that you needed to in that one year? You know, it was a learning curve for me, for sure. The biggest track I had been on to that point was a half-mile track, and our first race of the year was at Phoenix, which was a double that. So um, to come in to, to work with a whole new group of people, you know, fortunately, when I grew up racing here on the East Coast from series to series, uh, I raced against a lot of the same guys. So I knew their personalities. I knew their characteristics on and off the track. And to, to move to the West Coast there and to, to have to learn all that in a short period of time, uh, I felt like we'd done a great job that year of staying in contention. Like you said, we were right there for the pole, you know, battling out with Eric Holmes week in and week out for the pole. And uh, we should have put up a few more wins. The circumstances just didn't allow it. From motor failures to wrecking to different things like that. But we had a solid year. It was a great learning experience for me that kind of helped propel me to, to move up the ladder and race for uh, several more years. So uh, it was a good opportunity for me. And, uh, you know, the West Coast has got as stiff a competition as anywhere in the world as far as that goes. So when we go from a, a track like Phoenix, to that year we were in California Speedway, we were in Sonoma, so we had a good mix of small tracks, short tracks, and road courses. What was the competition like at a place like Sonoma? For you coming from the East Coast, it was, imagine, the first time you raced at Sonoma. What was it like going out there for the first time? You know, it was good. Bill lined up a test for us. We went out there and tested. That year I had a uh, Brian, Brian Eichler is one of my teammates along with Eric Hart. And uh, Brian had a lot of natural raw ability that year and was able to get good speed out of the car because he had good car control coming off of the trophy truck and things like that. So he was a good person for me to rely on and get a little bit of setup help from. But also that year we had Brian Vickers running and Boris said as well. So we, we had some big guns that showed up for that race. And uh, we actually unloaded fastest on the speed charts first practice that day and uh, finished third in the race so we had a very solid effort uh brian vickers ended up winning the race and with his experience level at that time it was just going to be hard to beat him because he had a, a fully hindered prepared car full hindered crew it was just uh be near impossible to beat him unfortunately with my experience and, and everything we had going on well still a good run for you guys and great to see uh, bmr have such a strong day out there you finishing third and then brian eichler as you mentioned finished second in that race 
Yeah, and, and also, I mean, for you, you know, you spent that whole season driving the uh, flagship car of the team, the number 16 Napa car. That had to be pretty cool for you as well, just being that that's a car that saw a lot of success in the series. What did it feel like to be, you know, behind the wheel of one of those iconic cars of the series? I, I felt like I had a bullseye on my back the whole year because that's, you know, everywhere we unloaded, the first car they start clocking is that Napa 16 car because they know that's going to be the car that can get the job done that day due to the experience level of the crew and, and the quality of cars and the quality of equipment that Bill has uh, with the history that goes behind the 16 car. Uh, it, it's big shoes to fill in for no doubt about it. So uh, it was a good opportunity. It was uh, it was an opportunity that I felt like I was able to come in there and uh, take advantage of and then perform and put up some good numbers. Like I said, we had a lot of bad luck. We had a blown engine and a couple of wrecks that kept us winning you know, half a dozen races that year. It just uh, it wasn't meant to be to, to win the championship that year, but uh, every year since then, it's, it's been right up front where it deserved to be. You mentioned the experience level of the crew, and uh, specifically your crew chief in 2006, who was Dwayne Knorr. He, uh, he's still with Bill McAnally Racing today. He's worked with a lot of great drivers, including yourself, and uh, currently working with uh, driver number 19, Riley Herbst. But uh, with all that experience that he's had working with many drivers, what was it like working with him? Yeah, Dwayne is just one of the hardest working guys in the sport, no doubt about it. He, he puts a lot of time in at the shop. He puts a lot of time in uh, on setups and, and away from the shop as well, just trying to you know, figure out what these cars need and, and that sort of thing. He comes from an engineering background, and that helps him a lot when it comes to applying it to the track. So uh, with his work ethic in the shop and his ability to, to run a computer and, and have the sparks away from the shop too, uh, it makes for a pretty good combination. So, Dwayne was the biggest reason I was able to come in there. He he accepted me for uh, the, the experience that I had and worked with me all year. And we made the most of it. I felt like. Let's talk about that first win. We talked about it a little bit, but Douglas County Speedway, first career win for you, and a great night at the track. Definitely doesn't hurt to win on a, a night where uh, Bill McNally Racing is promoting the event. Absolutely. The uh, the thing I remember most about. The, the people at the fairgrounds there it was just a small town feeling the whole time um you know we had a couple of appearances that week leading up to that event uh, a lot of the same faces that came out to those appearances were there at the track on saturday so that was a, a good feeling knowing that the community was behind that race and, and for bill to be promoting it from so far away you know bill was promoting the track uh, you know a, a lot of miles away from his shop there in sacramento so to have that kind of support, it tells me that Bill was doing all the right things at the time to, to get people out to the events, to get them to come out to the race. And, uh, we had a packed house that night. I remember that. Um, me and Eric Holmes, I think, led, led about every lap. And um, it was just a, a good feeling to be able to win a track that Bill had put so much time and effort into for so many years to promote that event. And to, to bring a NASCAR event to the state of Oregon was just a, a neat deal. Bill McAnally Racing for the nine years that they promoted this race. You were one of the drivers that helped them put together seven wins in those nine years, so that's a pretty remarkable stat. And you're one of four drivers for Bill McAnally Racing that put together that stat. And in that 2006 season, you uh, one of your biggest accomplishments, uh, aside from that big win at Oregon, had to be that Rookie of the Year. You know, really uh, says a lot, you know, when you can come from the East Coast, go to these tracks that you never raced at before, and then, you know, be able to put up a good enough year to win that Rookie of the Year. Tell us about that accomplishment. Yeah, just it, it goes to show you the depth of, of Bill's team there, you know, to have good cars week in and week out. Uh, 
we never unloaded a backup car that year, but we always had a backup car and a trailer ready to go. We had motors ready to go. And uh, just with his knowledge of being at all those tracks for year after year, uh, it made it so much easier for me to come in because I had a, a big notebook to rely on with him and Dwayne and uh, Chris, all the guys in the shop there that year. You know, during the week, I could ask questions about the track that we were going to. And, and they had the knowledge and experience at those tracks to, to give me some good feedback. So that, that made life a lot easier. Uh, so I was able to just focus on, you know, working in the shop, focus on what I needed to do behind the wheel. And uh, the rest of it was in place. I just had to get the most out of what I had to work with. Peyton, thank you for joining us today. And thanks for reflecting on all these happenings from the 2006 racing season. It was a lot of fun to see you behind the wheel of the number 16 Napa car, and we appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Good luck to you this weekend. This is Bill McAnally, and you're listening to the BMR Access Show. Thanks again to Peyton Sellers for joining us on the show. First timer on BMR Access, and we really appreciate his time. 2006, Rookie of the Year, the NASCAR West Series, went on to race K&N East a while. We've seen him in the Xfinity Series as well. Moving right along through the history books for Douglas County Speedway, we've mentioned three names thus far that have gone on to achieve success behind the wheel of a BMR car out at Douglas County Speedway. Four wins among those three drivers from 2002 to 2007. Well, in 2008, Eric Holmes joined Bill McNally Racing to drive that number 20 Napa Auto Parts Toyota. And Eric, already a one-time series champion, was in the middle of a championship run when the Oregon race rolled around in 2008. One of the coolest scenes ever for BMR took place that year at Douglas when the Napa car swept the front row with Eric Holmes winning the pole in the number 20 Napa Auto Parts Toyota. And Austin Cameron, who joined us earlier, returned to BMR that season, qualifying in the second spot in the number 18 Napa Auto Care Center's Toyota. And if that wasn't enough... Former BMR driver Moses Smith would qualify his number 16 Toyota in the third spot, giving that team a clean sweep of the top three spots to start the race. Eric Holmes flat out dominated the race, leading the first 97 laps before a flat tire would force him to have to drive through the field if he had any chance to win this race. Eric Holmes and the number 20 team had the Napa Toyota hooked up that night, and they were able to bring it back to the front of the field and retake the lead inside of 10 laps to go to win that 2008 race. That year was the beginning of a great pairing between Eric Holmes and BMR. They would win two titles in the next three years and 15 races together. Eric Holmes would also go on to be undefeated at Douglas County Speedway behind the wheel of the number 20 Napa Toyota. In the 2009 Roseburg race, he would win the pole and lead all 150 laps on his way to winning a second straight race. And then in 2010, he would continue BMR's dominance of the great short track, leading 98 of 150 laps winning the race for the third time in a row. BMR's fifth in a row at the track, and seventh overall. BMR's seven wins at Roseburg is an incredible record, especially doing so with four different drivers. We've heard from two of those drivers today, and now up next, we'll hear from the driver with the most wins out at the Speedway. Eric Holmes joins us next on the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show. Hello, this is Austin Cameron, and welcome to the Bill McAnally All-Access Racing Show. Welcome back to the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show. We're getting you ready for the Douglas County Speedway race coming up this weekend. We've talked to a couple of race winners out there, and now we're going to talk to the guy who has the most wins at Douglas County Speedway. Former driver of the number 20 Napa Auto Parts Toyota, three-time series champion Eric Holmes joins us. How are you doing today, Eric? 
I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, thanks for joining us. And, I mean, we talked about, uh, you know, most wins at Roseburg, Oregon. That's a pretty impressive mark and very impressive that you uh, you won the final three that we've run there in uh, 08 through 10. You guys were unstoppable there. And uh, just tell us about the racetrack. Can you describe, you know, some of the characteristics of this track? Yeah, it's definitely a beautiful part of the country, and uh, it's always been one of my favorite tracks. Uh, it's kind of my type of track that I was always very good at, really slick, tight little racetracks. Um, they kind of fit my driving style, and um, the first time I ever went there, I, I adapted really quick. And then, like I said, uh, we were pretty much unstoppable there the last three years we ran there. Um, like I said, it fit in my driving style. You could be aggressive, but you had to be smooth, and uh, it's a really fun track and a really beautiful part of the country. You raced at Roseburg a few times before joining BMR, and, I mean, you had good runs there from the get-go, like you said. You finished third there in the opening race that they ran. And, I mean, throughout those years, even before you were with BMR, you got to see them win so many times with drivers like Austin Cameron, Peyton Sellers, and Brian Eichler. So when you joined BMR, just the fact that you were already uh, an established driver and you were already very good at Roseburg, what did you think coming to that track? Did you expect to have the kind of success that you did? Well, a funny story is um, the first time I kind of ever drove for Bill McAnally was in 2002. He was promoting that race, and uh, I was calling him every week trying to get him to put me in that Napa car, and and uh, and so he finally threw me a little bone to come run that race. So he gave me a gave me a car and a bunch of parts, and I brought it back to our shop, and we went to his first race in 2002, and. Uh, just kind of a hodgepodge of uh, parts and people. And uh, I went up there and I think I qualified third and finished third and often won the race. I was right there battling for the win. The second time I ever ran there would have been in 06, uh, my first full-time year. And and Peyton Sellers and I uh, battled hard for that race. And uh, I felt like I had the win in that race. And I had a right front shock fall off um, leading. And uh, at the halftime break, uh, I was I think I was still leading. We changed shock or fixed the shock and uh, it actually made the car worse so I ended up finishing second to Peyton and then of course when I came to drive for Bill I knew it was a big race for him you know being a Napa race and being a, a race he promoted and we always put a lot of effort into that and we we're very successful after we came with Bill so three uh, I think all my races there I got three wins a, a second and a third so that's not a bad record at a track yeah definitely a great record at the racetrack and uh, one of those really good ones had to be the first time you went there well officially with BMR anyway mm -hmm. And uh, the 2008 one, I mean, you guys dominated that race. And we've had you on the show before, and you've talked a little bit about that one. But it's got to be such a great memory for you to relive. And I know for Bill, probably one of his favorite races, the fact that you guys dominated out that race. And then to overcome what you did at the end with the flat tire and make it through the field in such a short amount of time to win that one. Why don't you tell us about that one again? Yeah, that was definitely... Uh probably one of the best cars I've ever had in my life was at that race. And, uh, Ty Joyner was a crew chief then, and it was just an awesome car and we dominated and I'll never forget. Um, I never, Bill never told me how ever to drive or do anything, but we were leading the race by with such a big lead. Bill had asked me to just back it down a little bit and I'll never forget. It was, it was such a good car that I told him I'm going slower every lap, but I'm just going faster. And that's kind of how, that's how you have to drive that track. You have to slow down to go faster. And, uh, it was just one of them days. And then unfortunately, like 20 to go, we got a flat tire and man, I really thought our day was over. And, uh, somehow we, pit, we had such a big lead and, and the caution came out for me just right. And we pitted, stayed on the lead lap. And, uh, I think we lined up 14th or 13th or something with 18 laps to go. And, 
and uh, it probably wasn't the I wasn't the nicest guy out there, but I didn't turn nobody and I didn't hit nobody too hard, but I roughed up a lot of cars getting by him. But that's the only way you could really pass that late in the race. And we had such a good car. I could just roll up on guys, give them a little bumper and move underneath them. And, uh, man, I got the Jason Bowles for the lead and he wasn't given, he wasn't moving at all. And I was hitting him pretty hard by the fourth or fifth lap. And, uh, I think finally with two to go, I got by him and, that was a great win. It was just a, a thrilling race to watch. I still have people to this day tell me that was one of the, the best drives to the front they've ever seen. And, you know, it was a proud moment for me and just proud of my team that race. I mean, we had such a dominant car and uh, and uh, get a flat tire and stay in the lead lap and, and just for everything to fall back in place and still win. And it was a it was a fun day and a special day. Without a doubt, a great drive to the front for you at the end of that race. And really cool to see you get that win on your way to that 2008 championship. And I think another cool memory, even from that same race day, qualifying for you guys. I mean, you win the pole for the race. You got teammate Austin Cameron in the Napa Toyota on the front row with you. And then you got Moses Smith in third. I know you guys all like to do well at these Bill McAnally Napa races. And uh, how cool was that for you guys to all start up front together like that? Yeah, that, that was really that was really good there. I mean, I think Austin and I sat on the front row a few times that year and battled for a few wins. And uh we, we came very, very close, me and uh, Polly and Moses, to getting one, two, three finishes, and we always just came up a tiny bit shorter. We'd had some one, twos, and we had one, two, threes in qualifying, but we never got that uh, one, two, three finish, and uh, I was happy to see here a few weeks ago Bill finally get that with uh, up at Monroe, but we worked hard to try to get those for him, just never quite worked out, but it was always special uh, having your teammates up there, but it was always made it uh, – made it difficult to race. It was always hard to race your teammates. You wanted to run them hard, but you know, you couldn't, uh, you had to really use your head around them and make sure nothing happened and where you take each other out. But, uh, fortunately that day we had a dominant car and I was able to stay ahead of them all day, but definitely a uh, good memory there. In an 08, if not for that flat tire, you probably would have led every lap in that race. But in 2009, you, uh, you got that opportunity. You won the pole again and you went out there and you led every lap at Douglas County Speedway. Uh, winning like that, I mean, how cool is that as a driver when you get behind the wheel of a car that good to where you can stay out in front all day? Yeah, those are, as a driver, you know those days don't come very often, and I had them a few times, uh, two different tracks, but definitely Roseburg, and uh, like I said, I mean, Ty was just giving me awesome cars those years, and on those type of racetracks, it fit my driving style, and it, it was a lot of fun, and you know those days aren't going to come all the time, so you got to take advantage of them when you can, and uh and even uh, in 2010, uh, Matt Gosselin was my crew chief. He gave me a great car, and uh, and I don't think we let all the laps, but we let a majority of them. So, like I said, it always it fit my style, and, and my crew chiefs always give me great cars. And now looking ahead to this weekend, Julia Landauer is her driver coach, and now, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys have uh, had a lot of good communication throughout the year uh, at these tracks that you've been to before and a lot of things that you can tell her. But I'm sure this track especially, you can give her a lot of good information just from all the things you've learned over the years about this racetrack. So how are you looking forward to this weekend with Julia? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, Monroe, Washington, and here were tracks I was very successful at, Roseville. So really look forward to some of these races coming up. Julia, she's uh, she's gotten so much better out throughout the year, and uh, we're consistently right there about fifth, sixth place every week. So we're hoping uh, my experience on these tracks – Maybe we can, you know, get her up into that top three finishes and maybe even a win. So we just know, like I've told her, uh, qualifying is very important at this racetrack because it's very hard to pass. And and so we got to qualify good, and you just gotta you gotta run good in the race and be there at the end. And then we we'll have a shot at this thing. So I'm hoping uh, she's. I think she's to that level she ran at Irwindale this past weekend, and 
and came close to winning a late mall car. So I think that really boosted her confidence. So that's a perfect opportunity to take that confidence and go to a track that I'm super confident at and uh, hopefully we can get her in a, that top three finish. Well, Eric, those are all some great race winning memories and thank you for sharing those with us. And uh, thank you for your time today for joining us on the show. We really appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Hey, this is Peyton Sellers. And you're listening to Bill McAnally Access Racing Show. Welcome back to our special Douglas County Speedway preview edition of the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show. And what a show we've had today. Not often you can get to be joined by four great guests in one show. And today, that's what we were fortunate enough to have. Huge thanks to all of our guests on the show. Team owner Bill McAnally former drivers and race winners in the number 16 Napa car, Austin Cameron and Peyton Sellers, and three-time series champion Eric Holmes. I'm sure this race will be a great one to watch out at Douglas County Speedway, and the fans will pack the grandstands to see the series return to the Speedway. It has to be a very exciting time for these Oregon race fans to be getting this race back, and for the teams in this series that enjoyed coming out to Roseburg and putting on a great show. If you haven't gotten your tickets already, well, what are you waiting for? All season long, I've been telling you that tickets are on sale for this race, and you can get them right now. you got to act fast to make sure that you can secure your spot for this one. You can go on to bmrnapa.com and get your tickets now for the race. General admission is just $25, and children 5 and under are free. Or get that special VIP hospitality ticket for this great night of racing. That will get you one general admission ticket, entrance into the Budweiser Hospitality Zone, dinner and beverages, VIP seating, NASCAR K&N Pro Series driver meet and greets, plus a VIP pit tour. This is Oregon's only NASCAR race of 2016, so don't miss out on it. Get your tickets this second and be part of the action. This Saturday night, August 27th, is the night for the Toyota Napa Auto Parts 150 at Douglas County Speedway. Go on and get your tickets now. As I wrap up today's show, I want to remind you all to continue to check out Bill McAnally Racing's page on SoundCloud, all of our episodes can be found on there. Don't forget that you can listen to BMR Access on all of your mobile devices, download us on iTunes using the podcast app, or download the SoundCloud app on your phones, and you can find that on iTunes or Google Play and have access to all of our episodes. Continue to check out bmrnapa.com for all of your team news, event recaps, and all the great photos taken at these events. And thanks once more to all of our great guests on the show today, Bill McAnally, Austin Cameron, Peyton Sellers, and Eric Holmes. Good luck to the entire BMR team as they look for win number eight out of Douglas County Speedway. And thanks for tuning in to Bill McAnally Racing Access Show, Douglas County Speedway Preview Edition. Tune in next time on BMR Access. You've been listening to the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show on BMRNapa.com. 